Welcome to Entering Storybrooke, a Once Upon a Time podcast, where we rewatch and analyze the ABC show. Before we begin, our podcast artwork was designed by Nickel Anarchy, and our theme song was created by Taylor Paisley French. Be aware, this podcast contains spoilers for the Once Upon a Time series. Hello to all the listeners out there, and welcome to uh, the podcast. This is strange. I don't know what's going on. I'm going to apologize now. I am sleep deprived. So anything I say, please do not hold it against me. Um, this is, oh my God, guys. <laughs> we're talking about it for ages and we're, it's actually happening. How are you all feeling? Woohoo. <laughs> Very good. I, I was invited like a month ago. So this is all relatively new for me anyway. <laughs> that is that is fair. That is fair. I realized I was speaking to Robert about it. I, I'd had logo artwork made for this show in March of 2020. <laughs> and it's happened over like 18 months later. It's happened. <laughs> so I'm very excited. <laughs> but um, I guess we should just kind of get started with some introductions. Um, mm-hmm. We'll just go through alphabetically like we did. So Carla, do you want to introduce yourself to the peoples? <laughs> All right. Hi, everyone. I'm Carter. I am originally from Hawaii, live in Boston, and um, I come to this by way of my um, Seaweed Brain podcast co-host, Erica, who checks the Discord um, when I do not. And when I say when I do not, I mean um, exclusively because I do not check it. I don't know if I'm still in this Discord, um, but uh, (laughs) anyway, yes, I'm I'm very happy to be here. I'm Darian. My name comes next, so I'm speaking now. <laughs> I am here because Fran reminded me how uh, deeply ingrained Once Upon a Time is in my just inherent programming as a personality trait and a storyteller. And then I threatened to start my pod- a podcast about it. And she's like, no, 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 babe. We got something here. <laughs> <laughs> so it's great. Uh, Carter mentioned another podcast, so I'm going to say I also have a Rick Riordan podcast where it's called Podcast of Poseidon. I have it with my brother, who is not here. Because this is not his vibe. Hi, I'm Erica. Um, I also uh, am from Hawaii and I live in New York now. Carter and I co-host Seaweed Brain and we both, um, amongst Percy Jackson and other medias such as Crazy Ex-Girlfriend and unfortunately Glee, one of the most important things I would say formatively for us was Once Upon a Time. So I'm happy that we can be here again talking about this important group content. Oh, yeah. I feel like that's everyone's. Is like it's either Glee, Once Upon a Time, and there is another show that I can't. Uh, Team Wolf, Team Wolf. I feel like was the other one that every gay person I know has watched Team Wolf at some point for reasons that they don't understand. <laughs> I wasn't there in Teen Wolf. I also missed. I also missed Doctor Who and <gasps> Supernatural. But I yep. did avidly you were not. watch Sherlock. I was there for Sherlock. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh yeah i feel like that's the whole thing um i guess getting to me I, my voice is gonna be the only one that sounds out of place <laughs> in this Everyone's podcast gonna know it's you. <laughs> um yeah so i'm i'm fran i am the british one of the group which means i am currently facing struggles of it's three in the morning and i don't know what life is anymore. It, it, it's it's tuesday isn't it I was like, wait, it's a Tuesday? I was like, I thought it was a Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> oh I was like, God. Tuesday? 
<laughs> oh my god, don't confuse me. It's late. I don't know what's happening anymore. <laughs> but um, I think it's yeah. Saturday out there now. Yeah, it's it's Saturday now technically. <laughs> um, so we're at a different time. It's crazy. Um, but yeah, so I'm the British one of the of the podcast. I also run a Percy Jackson podcast called Best Damn Camp. I'm also an author and many other things that I'll probably remember at some point during. But um, I'm I'm happy to do this. I'm glad that 18 months later, this podcast that I thought about in early 2020 has happened. Much to the uh, continuous uh, progression from Robert of, hey, you know that thing you mentioned in 2020? Do you want to do it? <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, no, we'll do it. And it just kept going and going and going. And then eventually it happened. So here we are. You had a book to write. That's true. I'll use that as an excuse. <laughs> <laughs> Robert. And, and now it comes to me. <laughs> and now the end is near and so we face our final burden. That's how that <laughs> song goes, right? Um Hi, my name is Robert. I <laughs> guess what? You won't you won't believe this. I also come from a Percy Jackson podcast. No, you don't, you liar. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Coming from a Percy Jackson podcast is the new I've completed undergrad. Okay, yes. No, this is correct. I come from a Rick Riordan podcast. My technicalities. You make it such a big deal on your show. Every fucking episode, we still make a reference to Percy Jackson. And then you make a big deal about it. Yeah, that's true. Um, But yeah, my, my, my name is Robert. I come from a Rick Riordan podcast. I also make memes for pretty much uh, all of the Percy Jackson podcasts. Woohoo! I'm um, that 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 good old that 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 fucking meme page. That's me. <laughs> well, we can say fuck here, right? Like did yeah, we, we can. We, we can. We're, we're we're set, have, have we not been saying fuck already? Have I missed the memo? I mean, I just say it so naturally that like I needed to like can, can we say fuck here? We Are can. We, cool we can. That? We can say it. we can I've do whatever we of, want. I know that uh once upon a time was a family show. The fact that it's a family show is just a joke. The only reason it's, it's a family show is to stop it from being gay. That's the only reason why it's called a family show. Yeah, families are homophobic. Unless they're family. Fairy tales are homophobic. I'm that I'm the damn mean page for the person oh, Jackson yeah. podcast. I oh sorry. I don't know if I'm gonna I don't know what I'm gonna do. I think I'll have to figure it out by the time this episode comes out. I'll either be like the watcher and i'll break my oath and i'll <laughs> like um what's it called make memes for a non-percy jackson podcast on the main feed or i'll make a new instagram which means i'll have to come up with a new name which plagues me i mean there are loads of once upon a time podcasts as well that technically you could do for the other ones as well <laughs> <laughs> robert needs to start charging for their services Add add another like ten podcasts to the one I listen to. Perfect. <laughs> You're welcome. Thank oh, you. my pronouns are she her. This is Darian speaking. Oh yeah, that'll be a good thing to yeah to mention. Um, we'll go around. We'll go uh, to Catherine. Go back around like alphabetical okay. for that way. I take they them. <laughs> oh. no, I'll have an order of they them, please. <laughs> <laughs> So, hi, I'm Robert. I use he, him pronouns. Oh, babe. Not oh. the sigh of shame. <laughs> More like the sigh of disgust. Yeah. Erica. Oh, am I still saying my pronouns? Are... She, they pronouns are perfectly fine. Woo! So, 
And uh, I was about to say she, she, but that's not a thing. <laughs> she, she is um, the Hawaiian pigeon term for going to pee. Yeah. Um, uh, she, her new, pronouns for me. She, I'm so sorry. New gender. <laughs> My pronouns are urination. <laughs> Robert, make uh, a meme. I. Uh, I. Listen, y'all have been getting really fresh on your podcast being like, hey, Robert, make me this special meme. I'm like, <laughs> okay, I'll make your fucking mail order meme. You gotta start <laughs> charging, buddy. <laughs> so we should talk about Once Upon a Time, I think. Yes, we'll get to the main thing. So, yeah, this uh, this podcast is obviously, it's Once Upon a Time related, and as most people probably would have heard in the intro, it is sort of a rewatch and analysis podcast. But, um... Because this is the intro, it's mainly just sort of get to know us because you should, because we're fucking amazing. Um, let's. Uh, <laughs> we've just got. got, got oh god. Um, <laughs> we've got some talking points and questions to go over to kind of get to know us in relation to Once Upon a Time. So um, one of the first questions is how we started watching the show. Uh, Carter, um, alphabetical. What's up? I don't think I have a good story for this. I, at this point in my life, just watched a lot of network television. Um, <laughs> and this was a part of that. And after the pilot, like, I, I, I would be one of those people who, I think I roughly watched every network pilot, maybe, for um, middle school. And you some of the shows, that void some of them had good pilots. Ended. <laughs> hey, hey, don't, we're, we don't, we don't talk about that. That's, <laughs> that was oh, a hard time harder. for me. But, um, <laughs> Anyway, yeah, I watched it because it was on TV and it was good, and <laughs> that's basically all there is to it. That's fair. That's fair. Yep. Uh, yeah. So I watched the pilot when it aired because I have just very clear memories of those early trailers that started airing like the previous summer before the show was going to start, and like Prince Charming on the horse going across, Regina walking down the aisle, and oh, where are we going? Someplace horrible. And just those, and I was like, "That's my show. That's what I've been waiting for all my life." And I watched the premiere with my mom and my my then youngest brother, who I got him, Jared, not DJ the brother I did the podcast with, Jared, to clean the kitchen when it was my turn by telling him I would not watch any of these episodes of this new fairy tale show without him. And I kept that true for the first three episodes, and then the fourth one aired, and he was at my dad's house, and I was like, "Well, I'm not gonna wait." <laughs> Amen. Amen. Um, I yeah, I don't think that I, I I have no memories um from before I was 18 years old, so I don't recall <laughs> how I started watching this. But I would have to agree. I I think I've just been watching a lot of television since um I had eyeballs. So this came <laughs> along, and I was like, absolutely. <laughs> I think that's a very valid response. Mine is similar to to Darian's in that it was I saw the adverts for it so it came out like I think it was like it wasn't in 2011 like it was in America when it came to the the UK I think it was like the year after like near Mm -hmm. the summer (laughs) but I saw the trailers and I saw Regina and Emma and I was like hello (laughs) dang (laughs) what's up ladies (laughs) and um, that was literally the only reason I was like in the midst of like I came out the year that once upon a time came out like i think like four five months later and that was just a small awakening it was like oh yeah this is this is this is a real thing (laughs) 
Smaller we'll just we'll just tell people six months later. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I need everyone to know that I vaguely remember when I started it, and I vaguely remember why, but I also remember that I posted about it on my Instagram, and I've been slowly dying inside going through what 18-year-old Robert was posting on Instagram. No! Did you do that to yourself? Yeah. Um, so anyway, the reason I started watching Once Upon a Time was because I liked the girl. And she <laughs> liked Once Upon a Time. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I was like, hell yeah, I'll watch this. Mm-hmm. And then that didn't go anywhere, but I still watched like two good seasons of TV. <laughs> yes. uh, hey, let's celebrate that. Who cares about people? New series? That's excellent. (laughs) She also liked, um, and this is a long recurring crush, she also liked The Crown, and then I watched that. Oh, well. Not as excellent. Well, Not as slaying. They can all be winners, but hey, you know, like. She's she's a good friend. She she may know who it is. Like, I've told a bunch of my friends she may know who I'm talking about. You can keep this in. This will be funny. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, how chaotic. Wow. Fourth wall breaking. <laughs> Living for it. I love it. Um, okay, well, I didn't realize the second question from what you mentioned, Erica, that this may not be helpful when this question comes to you. But um, for everyone, what was your strongest memories of the series when it comes, <laughs> comes to it? <laughs> My strongest memory um, from the series is very much seeing two specific Regina outfits. One is the dark navy blue, uh, roughly knee length, double breasted coat that she wears when she is in Storybrooke as the mayor. So excellent. This loomed large in my imagination forever. Um, <laughs> I like literally when I was in middle school, I was telling myself like the, the, the goal, the entire point of all of this is to, <laughs> is to leave here, go to the Northeast and acquire that coat, which I did. The other outfit is, um, I believe it's season one, episode six, the one where she's, um, she meets Hansel and Gretel and sends them off. And the specific outfit she has in the scene where she sends the vines over to fucking entrap the children, that outfit was so slaveful and I think about it constantly. <laughs> Obviously, you know, plot-wise, lots of things happened. Um, mm-hmm. I treasure I treasure the writing, but, but probably those two outfits, yeah. <laughs> we stand. <laughs> Mine are also all of Regina's evil queen outfits, but I put mm-hmm. it in the Google Doc, so I'm not copying. <laughs> but yes, I mean, like you said, there's a lot of plot. There's a lot of like beats that I can never be like, oh yeah, I remember that. That still makes me feel. But in terms of like when I think about Once Upon a Time, the first thing is like every outfit that she ever wore, as the collars, the slits, the hair, the mm-hmm. high pony, the eye makeup, the high effect. ponies, medieval mm-hmm. high pony, <laughs> medieval high pony. I historically <laughs> accurate. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, my senior prom, I was shopping with my mom for my dress. We got this crazy, not crazy, stunning, tight, 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 black, not black, red dress with a collar that went up really high and a slit that went down to my sternum. And no. then another slit that went all the way up to my thigh. I went to an, like, an, this was not a religious school, but it lived in Middleton, Idaho, which was LDS Mormon Central for my oh, county. God. I did not dress like this out of any like religious reasons, just because like that's not what Darian wore. And I rolled up to the prom dressed as fucking Regina, <laughs> and red and these heels, and I towered above my date. And we went to get my hair done, and I, I didn't know how I wanted to do my hair. My mom looked at the stylist and she's like, "You seen Once Upon a Time? Yeah. We wanted to look like the Evil Queen. Your and I had the high, high pony. It was good. <gasps> it was very good. 
That's amazing. Just all these other people I have friends like, oh my god, wow, Darian. And so I was like, oh, maybe I'm attractive. Huh. <laughs> oh, come on. Work. Look at that confidence. Work. I, I still work. have a dress. It still fits. Yes. Nice. So, yeah. Wow. Erica, your turn. That, that story just like warmed my cold, cold heart. Oh, I love oh, that's you. amazing. Hey, thank um, you. Thank you. That's high praise. I do, I do have strong flashes of memories of Emma's hair. I was really mm-hmm. fixated on Emma Swan's hair. It always looked perfect and mm-hmm. it was blonde and it was soft and flowy. And I just, <laughs> I didn't know if I wanted it or if I wanted to touch it, but I was, I was obsessed with it. And um, also the way that Mary Margaret's eyebrows change shape on every episode was just <laughs> fascinating to me. I was like, the hair and makeup team cannot decide what they want her to look like. And I thought it was so interesting. Um, and then also, um, Carter reminded of me of this when we watched the pilot together, but like, I've got to find my bae! Um, that whole my bae! <laughs> Where's my bae? I've got to find my bae! Um, those are my strongest oh. memories. Oh my god. Was, was <laughs> bae slang for like, romantic partner or whatever back in 2013 it was it was it coincided coincided. perfectly and so we would just yell this at each other across the middle school (laughs) (laughs) it it guts me every time you refer to y'all being in middle school when once upon a time came out because that was my senior year of high school (laughs) um for me the strongest memory that i have i felt i realized i'm looking at my comments i'm just like everything that i'm saying is gonna be really gay but it was pretty right. much any time Regina and Emma got close to each other, made my fucking life. And I've never been, I've been so complete afterwards. It was just everything. Like there would be one episode. I think it's, I think it's episode eight where they're like at the mine and they get close together. That sent me on a fan fiction spiral that has not ended since it continues to this day it never ended it never left me (laughs) that moment alone i was like let them kiss you bastards (laughs) do it yeah just gay reasons (laughs) so i I have been paying attention and i will share my thing in a second but also i've been sort of still scrolling through my instagram i unironically (laughs) brought waffles to college in my pocket once Ugh, whoa, I put them okay. in a little bag. That's so random of you, Quirky. Robert. Yeah, wow. I was legitimately wow, the you are wow. Not like I'm the other girls. <laughs> I was legitimately. The, I was legitimately. Uh, wow, I'm so random. Look at me putting fucking like, waffles in such in a my silly, pocket. goofy mood. <laughs> and the other thing was, I also remembered being broke as shit at one point because uh, my friends and I all pooled together our money for a feast of like four McDonald's French fries and a two liter of Coke. And that was a lunch we shared between like six people. Oh. oh man. Um, but yeah, strongest memories of the series, as opposed to strongest memories of every regret of my life. Um <laughs> strongest memories of the series, just generally Mr. Gold. I don't remember a whole lot about this show, but I can definitely just in in my deepest, darkest thoughts, at in the dead of night, just alone by myself, I can still hear, hello, dearie. Oh, it's so good. All magic comes with a price. All magic comes with a price. I love when he does it in the Neverland arc. He's just like, 
Oh, it was God. so good. I don't know where that came about because it wasn't like we see like we see it in like the first episode. There's none of this. It comes so much later. I don't think it happens at any point in season one. The hand motions. It just suddenly yes. appears. The physical characterization changes so much. <laughs> this yeah. is the interest that we're still not talking about the first episode, but like <laughs> pilot, pilot, Mr. Gold and slash Rumpelstiltskin. It's weird. <laughs> He's oh, completely. Carter it. and I said the same thing. Completely different from any other time that this character appears. Never again yeah. does Rumpelstiltskin climb down from a cavernous ceiling. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking wild. I watched it 20 minutes ago and I was like, yeah. The, the mad lad. We should save this for that episode, though. Yes. Yeah. It's we a pilot. Will. That's. A pilot's gonna pilot. Pilot's gonna pilot. <laughs> the pilot has to be intense. <laughs> Um, I guess going into the next question. So what was everyone's favorite characters at this current point before like going into the main bit or just in general as well? I could try to come up with a weird answer, but it's, it's, it is Regina and Mm. full stop. Yeah. (laughs) As it should. (laughs) I remember really, really wanting it to be Belle or Mulan. And then when I was like thinking about it for this podcast, I was also like, "Eh, was it Belle or Mulan? And I'm like, no, it was it was Rumpelstiltskin. <laughs> yeah. Um, mostly now for the sheer fact that reflecting on it, that character existing in that show being created by Disney based on Disney fairy tales is fucking wild. Who in the theater yeah. was like, Rumpelstiltskin? <laughs> Never been in a Disney property. In fact, most prominently was in a DreamWorks Shrek movie. Mm. We want him for our thing. Yeah. I think that uh. my life would be a lot easier and a lot healthier if it was anything else but it's definitely your toxic trait (laughs) i don't even know that like i don't even know if i can go so far as to say that it's rumpelstiltskin i think it was mr gold which is like (laughs) worse somehow (laughs) but he was he was serving girl boss property owning complex character i have all the secrets i have all the power Every time he said he would change and get better, I believed him. Yeah, no, same. We're on season six and I'm still buying that line. (laughs) I can change, Belle. I can change. Okay, accent work. I see you. (laughs) Um, I think for mine, mine kind of changed a lot. It was usually predominantly Emma until they decided to ruin her by putting her in a romantic relationship with Hook. And she yes. became a completely different Oof. person. Yes. And I'm so ready to get to that stage because I literally, I was trying to sleep tonight and I just thought about that randomly and I was like, I'm so angry. <laughs> I just didn't sleep. Like the rage. <laughs> just mm-hmm. building up. Even though that'll be like, like next year probably we'll get to that point. The rage <laughs> is already here and I'm ready. <laughs> Time is an illusion. Um... <laughs> So in the notes, I wrote that my favorite character was Mr. Gold, and I will I'll still stand by that. But also, <laughs> like, I haven't I haven't seen the pilot of Once Upon a Time since I first watched it like six years ago, almost to the day. By the way, that Instagram post I was talking about happened on the sixteenth of October. <laughs> so, so almost six years ago to the day of this recording, where. Uh, I was like, hey, girls like it when you like their shows, which is apparently true, just not this particular girl. Um, <laughs> no facts. <laughs> Ow. <laughs> I don't care if you like my show, I just want you to listen to me while I talk about it. Yeah, that's the general vibe <laughs> I understand. 
I literally texted Carter today. Um, I yes! up this girl, and Carter was like, "I was not gonna bring it, it up, but do you see it going anywhere?" And I was like, "She doesn't watch TV, so it's a no." <laughs> Beautiful, amazing. Hard no. Who needs therapy when we have this podcast? Exactly. Television. Robert, who's your favorite character? Wonder so my favorite, I still, th- I still want to say it's Mr. Gold, but then rewatching the pilot for the first time and Mary Margaret just sort of being introduced like that, I'm like, oh, mm. hello. I forgot, not forgot, but like, forgot also that this character existed. And I'm like, I can dig this. I know, I remember vague instances of what she does in the future. I'm like, she's a badass. I love her. Spicy. Yeah. We appreciate it. <laughs> um going to this one so again with favorites what was everyone's favorite ship or like just people like relationships that you liked together from the series i do not feel that i engage too much in the shipness of it all i'm not going to pretend that swan queen was not important to me it was but i should let someone else talk about that who's actually uh, emotionally invested in that I think that the relationship that I was most interested in was between Regina and Henry and also between Regina and mm-hmm. Cora. Um, Ooh, yeah. I, I'm a sucker for adopted single moms. Um, yes. And that's, <laughs> it's really Carter's a story destiny. that looms large in my, um, in my cultural consciousness. Both of those and the way that they inform each other. So, yeah, yes. So rich. Like not Maybe not in the pilot, but as, as, as things progress. Mm. Rich and so like the family and, and very good mm-hmm. you share yes. the family dynamics the family but not the charming specifically i'm talking about the adopted family line and oh, yeah, also the like stuff. regina and cora's whole mess yeah charming's aside yeah <laughs> i didn't know we could do non-romantic ships that opens the door so much for me because i like didn't ship anyone like if, you, if the show told me these characters liked each other i was like tight but like, I didn't, ship I didn't ship any, and it really was weird that it took me 26 years to realize that I'm just so very ace because my brain just never mm. works that way. You really have to spell it out. But mm. uh, what I did write down in the doc was Alice and Cyrus, who were not in this show. They were in the spinoff Once Upon a Time in Wonderland. Nice. But I love Alice and her genie so much. And that has framed a lot of my romantic couples that I've written in the past. So do nice. with that what you will. And from your note, we will be doing Once Upon a Time in Wonderland. I just need to figure out where it is on the timeline so we know which season to do it. It's like... Bren and the timeline. Never disappointing. (laughs) I would agree. I also, I don't think I was engaging much in ship culture in general when I was this age because I distinctly remember my biggest ship when I was in sixth grade was like Drapple. Drapple! Draco (laughs) and the Apple. I was really into that. I thought it was like so goofy. Like, I'm just random. Yeah, I hate it. Stop. I I also really like the dynamic between Regina, Emma, and Henry. Obviously, that's the whole plot. But I love the idea of (laughs) co-parenting. I think it's fascinating. So, (laughs) yeah, I'm I'm the same with that. I love that the the Swan Mills family is the the central focus. They forgot the show forgot that they were meant to be the central focus (laughs) for like the entire last three, four seasons, but you know, besides the point. Um, but yeah, no, Swan Mills family. I appreciate uh, that shit. The only other one for me is just 
the, the swan queen that was obviously anything gay was actually also my ship basically like even ones that kind of half didn't make sense like two women would interact and be like ah yes Give me. I guess. <laughs> I'm not like Mr. Golden Hook. Like, why do I feel like. Whoa. Admittedly, though. Whoa. That was <laughs> extreme reaction. <laughs> but, um, yeah, basically, any, yeah, it was literally anything. <laughs> I, I was, my family were annoyed by me many a time when uh, the two women would interact and be like, oh, were they? No, it's Disney. It won't happen. <laughs> yeah. A decade later, and we're still saying that line. Um, so I'm a, I'm a basic bitch who needs therapy. Uh, the two ships that I really think um, are my favorite are uh, Rumple and Bell. Okay, I'm glad you said, and I didn't have to. <laughs> <laughs> number one and number two, just because of the raw ass energy, it would have to be outlaw outlaw queen. <gasps> I'm glad you also said it. Whoa, Regina! Whoa, whoa! What? Whoa! A confession. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I like that shit. We'll get there. We'll get there. We'll get there. (laughs) Oh yeah, very, very, very far in the future. Yeah, very far in the future. (laughs) Yeah, I also like. I I will not accept. I will not accept slander. (laughs) That is fair. There will be slander. Slander, just surprise. Why surprised? I want to talk about how Robert didn't even put that in the dock and just oh, no, jumped just... it on us. Yeah, I did not. Um, I Would just... not admit to it in the dock. I, I, I wrote Swan Swan Queen as a like a diversion, and I do like Swan Queen, but like no, my where my heart lies is Outlaw Queen. Yeah, I would say I feel like the the main reason you like Swan Queen is because I send you the fanfics that I'm reading and ask you to read them. Yeah, I'm, I yes, they hurt. Oh. They're very fanfics by the way yeah i need you to stop sending me slow burn fanfics because i can't that's all i know (laughs) it hurts (laughs) that's all i know all fran know is slow burn fanfic (laughs) eat hot chip Uh, honestly though i think the biggest slow burn fic i've ever read was 108 chapters specifically The author specifically made it 108 because that's the door number for Regina's house. Oh my god. Oh, shit, 108 chapters for the 108 house. <laughs> Y'all bitches need therapy. I... <laughs> <laughs> Y'all bitches need therapy. That's why I'm in it. It's fine. I'm, I've got therapy next week. It's fine. <laughs> I got better help, baby. So, therapy needing aside. <laughs> um... <laughs> Let's talk about the things that gave us the reason that we need therapy. Biggest letdowns. Sorry, I just saw exactly. the transition. I took it. Excellent segue. <laughs> beautiful, beautiful, exquisite. Um, Thank you. You know, there were a lot of small moments I could point to earlier. The thing that I really looms large in my memory is when, watching the trailers come out in the summer before season four. No, wait, it wasn't the trailers. I'm sorry. This was literally the last scene in season three. When um, we see the long light blue dress mm-hmm. walking away mm-hmm. from the camera, and I was like, "Oh, girl! Oh, girl!" Oh, and then yeah. her hand so, and then ice. Yes, yes. For those of you who we're all spoiling everything, right? Like this is yeah. this is alluding to, of course, the fact that the entire arc of the first half of season four is about Frozen. I it's about Frozen, mind. and they recast it and. They thought that they could create a frozen universe in which there's no singing, no complicated racial politics, no um, 
you know, like it just really, it was not hitting. It was really not hitting. And as soon as I saw it, I was like, this, I do not see a way for this to hit. Like, I don't want to experience Elsa that is not Gina Menzel vocalizing. I know that might be a controversial opinion, but like it really (laughs) is strongly how I feel. Mm. And I just, and you know, it's very representative of all the ways in which the show, you know, did what it does as a show with declining viewership Mm -hmm. and a decreasing budget in um, later seasons that maybe were not initially conceived of. So (laughs) that hand motion again for us, the audience can't see it, but I would love to see the, thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Hi, I'm Darian. I'm a theme park nerd. My biggest letdown was when they brought Madame Leota from the haunted mansion on in one of the later seasons. And the whole bit was, they're trying to bring her back to life. It was like the season with all the witches and Leota was part of the witches coven. And this was like one of the flashbacks to the enchanted forest thing. And I don't even remember who was like the protagonist in these flashbacks. I just remember texting my friend, Tim and being so upset. And he had the best line where he's like, this is one of the most famous ghosts in Disney. And the whole thing is they want to bring her back to life. Like, I think that really captures what you're saying about like, yeah, show it's declining viewership, doing what it's introduced a big thing and then not get why the thing worked in the first place. Mm. Madame wow. Leota is from the Haunted Mansion. She is the uh, medium, the psychic ghost in the floating crystal ball in oh. the room where everything is floating around. And she's like, ghosts and ghoulies from past Halloween, play the sound on your tambourines. And I could do the whole thing in a moment. <laughs> wow. I definitely didn't finish the show, is what I'm learning. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I did it, but no, I definitely did not. Um, <laughs> did, did you watch when they got to Seattle? What? Yes. Ah, yes. did you just yes. finish it? Oh, I don't know. We'll figure it out soon enough. But um, my biggest best. disappointment is Outlaw Queen. <laughs> oh, we already have contention on the pod. I was not interested in this whole tattoo on the neck, like where oh, is I didn't he? like the tattoo thing. That Giving was the weird part. Something silly. like the whole point of this was that her happiness had nothing to do with having a romantic partner. Like it was Henry. It was Henry her was child. her happiness, and so when they introduced this whole like you are fated to have a soulmate thing, I was uninterested. Oh, I didn't like the thing. Yeah, I I just I didn't think I don't know. <laughs> Remember when she was supposed to have beef with Tinkerbell because of this, too? Yeah, right? What the fuck? (laughs) And then they dropped it because they forgot about it. Yeah, that's a lot. I have a lot of notes from the pilot where I'm like, and that went away, and that went away. Yeah. The pilot is just, hey, like 50% of this episode won't exist by like season five. That's generous. That's a classic pilot. Season five is. Yeah. Yeah. Season five is an interesting thing. Um, for me, it literally uh, the biggest letdown was anything after season three A. Like yes. season three A, the oh, ending. Oh, so you were not Zelina Hive. <laughs> oh. I didn't. Oh. Messy. I loved Selena. Hated everything else. <laughs> the whole thing from okay, it, like okay. in my head, I remember watching the end of season three A, and like it ends with them like in New York, and then Hook appears, and I remember being like. Why the fuck? Why the fuck is Hook here? Like he has no connection to these people. Like why is Snow not here? Why is Ch- why is Henry's mother not here? Like what what is this logic? And I was like, no, I hate everything now. What is what is this? I kept watching, but I hated yeah. it. I hate watched for a long time. But then I was like, oh no, they're still gonna queer bait me, so I'll still watch it. So it's fine. Oh, <laughs> yeah. And that's where I was at. 
Uh, so, uh, de- definitely, I'm in the same boat as Fran, where everything, everything after hell, even a lot of one of uh, of uh, Neverland, really, like I got bored with really fast. So, realistically, I think I like about a season and a half of this show, yeah. and the other and the other parts, I'm like. Up to like season three, I'm okay with, and then everything afterwards, I'm like, oh, this is painful. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But you you do it for the pretty people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, oh, okay. The yeah, outfits stay show, strong. The outfits stay was, strong. This show was such a huge bio awakening to me. It's not even funny. <laughs> I've heard I, that from I a lot un- of people. I unfortunately, I must admit to this. I unfortunately, my first like big crush in Once Upon a Time was Captain Hook. <laughs> hey, yeah. bye, wife, energy. He is my wife, energy. Bye, bye. wife, energy. energy. He is my wife, energy. Yeah. But, I mean. Oh, this oh. motherfucker. Does oh, anyone remember girl. this guy? I would say I hate him the most, but I actually don't. I do hate Pinocchio the most, which is a thing you get to say when you do Once Upon a Time podcast. He, he was the first one who came on the screen, and I was like, this person, like, this was also around the same time Henry got, um, like, the cuteness all wore off, and we were just left with mm-hmm. not yeah. being able to act. And then also, this guy walked on screen at the same time, and it was just not This I'm holding up a picture of Peter Pan. Happening. This was a massive disappointment. If, not like, if anything should be, like, my weakness, it should be, like, teen white boy playing Peter Pan. And yet, uh, I felt it really <laughs> disappointment. No. Okay, I want to say this in defense of Once Upon a Time's later seasons, is that there are diminishing returns. There's so many disappointing things. There are so many things that are let down. There's so many ways that the like they didn't take the actual mm-hmm. uh, as, as a, risks that they should have taken. Yeah. They always pretended like they were going to do something dramatic and different and reeled it back and played it safe. And the characters didn't get to grow or change like they should have. But there are yes. a lot of moments encapsulated in those later seasons that are just really, really good. The <laughs> season seven, Is This Henry Mills, is an episode that gets me so bad and so hard and just like guts me to my core remembering how as you grow up, you lose your belief in magic and how you have to fight to keep it. Mm. Yeah, that's a lot of this podcast is definitely just going to be me like I vaguely remember this I have an idea I have an inkling I have a <laughs> hypothesis <laughs> I have a morsel of a crumb of a thought <laughs> for once my head is not empty it has one thought mm-hmm. yeah and that thought is why once upon a time Segway. Um, <laughs> it's great when you acknowledge them. <laughs> so the I guess sort of the final question is um why everyone wanted everyone wanted to join their Once Upon a Time podcast um to discuss it. Which is like a very like I realise that's a very open question, but hopefully that made sense. Um Once Upon a Time really was something that meant a great deal. Um at one point in my life it there, uh, the the ways that it tried to subvert things were really in line with what I thought about subversion at a certain point in my life. Like the episode where we first get the backstory about Ruby was one that really did it for me. And I'm trying to just reconnect with that part of myself and try and figure out like 
what is it about that experience that is useful to reflect upon now at this point in my life? Also, 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 um, you know, like Regina's outfits, like leave an imprint in your head, but it's very different to go back through episode by episode and take notes and say like, okay, it's not just a double breasted coat. This was the cut of the collar. And then you write it down and then you have it the next time you're um, at the thrift shop. So yeah. <laughs> I love that. Aww. Amazing. I mean, yeah, likewise, I had forgotten how much the show really legitimately meant to me until I started <clears throat> doing Podcast of Poseidon with my brother, because on that show, for context, we talk a lot about how myths are retold today. And so we talk about a lot about a lot of different pop culture things, a lot of different things, and Once Upon a Time comes up a lot. And a lot of what I edit out is long rants about my feelings about Once Upon a Time, so much so that I take those rants and things I cut out and put them in bonus stuff for our patrons, that one of our patrons, again, my friend Tim, made a bingo card, and on that bingo card was Darian rants about Once Upon a Time. <laughs> and so it just matters a lot to me, and I look forward to having this opportunity to analyze why, what I liked about the show then, how I feel about it now, and get an opportunity to do that with other people who liked it enough and other people who... I know are smart and intelligent and do these creative things that I respect and getting to have that kind of like three of cups tarot salon style dialogue. Nice. Wait, does that mean you're doing another podcast because you're working with intelligent people? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're actually going to talk about uh, Cassandra Clare's Mortal Instruments series. Oh my gosh. Yeah, it's called What's Up in the Downworld. <laughs> um... If I may do a quote reading, ahem. <gasps> what do you yes. think from the pilot? What do you think stories are for? These stories, classics, there's a reason we all know them. They're a way for us to deal with our world, a world that doesn't always make sense. And that's what Mary Margaret says when she talks about why she gave Henry the book. Um, of course, classics is a loosely defined word that you can hear us talk more about on our podcast. Um, seaweed brain plug. However, I totally agree with Darian. Um, there's a, I've always, especially when I was little around the age that I started watching Once Upon a Time, I was super into the fractured fairy tale genre, um, of which you could argue Percy Jackson. We all Jackson, read Sisters Grimm. I was just going to say, I had a huge fixation on Sisters Grimm, and I loved that. And I loved the idea of like messing with stories and that's part of the reason I let I still love Shakespeare so much because I like I just think it's so fun to take things that we all know and to like parse them out and do whatever you want with them um a la Percy Jackson a la mm -hmm. once upon a time um so yeah nice I like that um that's kind of similar to me I just the only reason why the idea to do a once upon a time podcast last year was due to the fact that I was like on a fanfiction binging stream at that point. <laughs> I was reading a Swan Queen fanfiction a day. Um, and they could be like, <laughs> like, like a day. Um, some of them could be Welcome 30 chapters. Swan I'd Queen read it Anonymous. in the day. Yeah, <laughs> it, it was an obsession. I remember having conversations with like Robert occasionally being like... Occasionally. Okay, okay, all the time. Um, where I'm like, hey, I'm in a lot of pain. This story is hurting me, but I can't stop. <laughs> and and then you would link me the story. <laughs> yeah, I did. It's like, hey, this is hurting my heart. So popular. Everyone needs everyone to suffer with them. 
exactly yeah. exactly which is my intention for this podcast is to suffer through me talking about fan fiction in relation to oh i remember this episode i read a really great fanfic that was centered around you <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, you're being Send it to everyone <laughs> but um as all that as well as the fact that like this show helped me come to understand that i was gay as well and helped me come out um at a late point which was which was good. It didn't go well, but I had the show, so it was fine. <laughs> and I'm okay now because I have fan fiction. Yeah. The inherent queerness of Emma Swan. Say it yes. again. Mm-hmm. And Say it again. Regina Mills is bi energy. Emma Mills is compet lesbian. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Fight me. <laughs> mm-hmm. Also, I gotta say, the original pilot, even more compet. Even more. Whoa. Even more. Whoa. I think that is so cool, Fran. Um, why once upon a time? Genuinely, when I look past the I tried to watch this show because I like the girl phase, it was, I think, one of the first proper shows that I watched because up until then I was still like 16, just really only focusing on cartoons, which there's nothing wrong with that. But I was mm-hmm. like, you're, you're, you're growing up, dude. You gotta like watch some more adult shows. And then also just what I wrote in my notes, honestly, Mr. Gold. <laughs> that's yeah. it. That, that's the tweet. <laughs> I love it. Magic comes with a price. <laughs> we need to do bingo cards at some point for this series of like all the times the most yeah. common phrases are used. Like when Regina says dear, take off the bingo card when <laughs> etc etc. I will always find you. Ex- oh my god. I will destroy so your happiness. <laughs> <laughs> there are two <laughs> kinds of people. I will always find you and I will destroy your happiness. <laughs> Take a shot every time the writers try to have uh, Mary Margaret do something courageous and adventurous, and then they shit on her character in later seasons. <sighs> we will sword. get to that. Yeah. But um, I guess kind of to just summarize all this, because we're going to get into recording the, uh, the, the, the pilot reaction. Um, <laughs> um, the main thing that we're kind of intending to do with this is that the episodes will be going out on Saturdays because the anniversary for the 10 years of when uh, the pilot came out is on the 23rd of October, which is a Saturday. It was originally in my mind thinking going to be Thursdays because that's when the show's aired. But then I was like, no, no, no. Special reason. 23rd was the actual date. We'll do it then. Saturdays. Yay. Amazing. <laughs> Um, I just had a thought. I'm so sorry. We could ahead. do the first one on the Saturday for the anniversary and then drop them on Thursdays after that. Yes, we can do that. That we is better. We tend to be better for podcasts anyway. That's true. Let's do that. So we're going to yeah. do what Darian said. Ignore what I <laughs> just said. <laughs> I'm so sorry. D- Darian just came in like, here comes a thought. <laughs> that oh, might alarm you. Alarm you. <laughs> Love um, your Steven Universe podcast. <laughs> oh my <laughs> god. So many podcasts. <laughs> When do we sleep? We do not. That is the whole point. You That's don't. That's why I'm up at three in the morning. I'm on mountain time. This podcast will be releasing every other week because we all do lots of things. So we can't have everything out once a week because life. Um, and so listen, if you send us money on Patreon, we'll reconsider that stance. Yes. Give us money. and if make give us a million dollars a month. All magic comes with a price and so do podcasts airing weekly. That is our tagline. Carter and Erica look so shocked as if they don't know I'm a capitalist monster. (laughs) (laughs) No. Good for you. The planned breakdown is doing episode recaps, the reviews and discussions of them, 
and uh, that's going to be doing it for the whole season. The discussion that we had, but we don't, I don't know if that'll still happen, is that when a season ends, is doing a like a read and review of fan fiction specific to that season, like inspired by that season that we all bring to the table. So we all find one that maybe we're interested in or enjoyed, bring it forward, maybe do a vote with like the listeners, and uh, then read and review it for the shits and gigs because we're kooky like that. Um, but like we have waffles in our pockets. <laughs> <laughs> you just got roasted, Robert. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I love it. Um, this is my first time actually hanging out with y'all. This is my first time. Oh, Robert is <laughs> jumping out the window. <laughs> Don't you live in New York? Like, you're probably really high up. All right, campers. Today's challenge <laughs> is to find a reason to keep going. <laughs> Robert, if you leave, then I can't make waffle jokes because they're not funny anymore. They're just sad. <laughs> Oh my god. Uh, Chaos has happened. Have fun editing this fan. I love you. <laughs> I respect your time and effort. <laughs> it's all fine. Just give me money for my time. <laughs> Carter has never said that to me before, for the record. For editing our I respect your time and effort. <laughs> she just never said it to me either, so I try to just give people the love I don't care. <laughs> We accept the no, love no. we think we deserve. What can I say? <laughs> and maybe, uh, exactly. I, I guess uh, for the final bit, just to say where people can find our podcast. So we are, oh, fuck, what is our, it's at Storybook Pod. Is it? Yeah? No. Yep. Yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's, thank yep. you. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Storybook Pod on Instagram and Twitter. So drop a follow because we do shit on there sometimes and it's kind of fucking cool so you know yeah we've got we some like appreciate. really kick-ass intro videos that we worked super hard on some more exactly. than others exactly exactly Ooh, carter we just got roasted <laughs> not some more than others oh. <laughs> literally it is always some more than others why don't we don't gotta say it <laughs> oh god there's already there's already tension there's already tension in the podcast oh my god what have i done <laughs> Alright, I got Robert, I got Eric and Carter. Okay, I want to talk about how it is 3am where Fran is, and yet she uh, took it upon herself to moderate this episode when she did not have to. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, I like how you roasted them and you were nice to me. I appreciate that. <laughs> Fran, you just got complimented. How do, you, how do we finish this episode? Um, you know, if I really wanted to mention a super toxic ship that I ki- kind of I like... finish it off with that. End it, end it on that. End it on that energy. Zadies. Wait, what ship is that? That is Zelina and Hades. Oh, wow. I say kind of like in a really precise way. We'll get to it when we get to it. Oh, God. (laughs) And that is all, folks. So (laughs) join us for the next episode when it it comes out. Enjoy the chaos. And um, don't trust someone called Rumpelstiltskin. Mm-mm. That's just common sense, really. Should we should we all <laughs> live say for those highs and, and then experience those lows, baby? Erica, this is why we're all in therapy. Yes. <laughs> we should say our names again one more time so the listeners can try to learn how to associate who we are to our voices. Hi. I'm Carter. <laughs> I'm Darian. I'm Erica. I'm Fran. I'm in pain. <laughs> Motherfucker. <laughs> I'm Robert. <laughs> And this has been entering Storybrook. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>